Hello, and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm your host. I'm what you would call a practicing professor. I have years of experience consulting in the analytics industry, and I have years of experience teaching analytics in the classroom at Greensboro College. This podcast is an ecosystem that I developed for my students so that they could get world-class career advice from leading analytics experts. To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. On average, our students are gaining about a $16,000 pay increase going through the program. On the high end, we've actually helped someone achieve a $54,000 pay increase. This means that on average, our students are recouping their investment between one to two months of landing their job. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, click the links in the description and apply for our program. I would love to get to work with you. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. In this podcast, we talk to experts in and around the analytics industry. One week, we may talk to a data scientist from a FANG tech company. Then the next week, we may talk to a data engineer or business analyst, or even I may pull one of my consulting clients so you get to hear from an executive on how they use data to drive business decisions day in and day out. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm the founder of Silvertone Analytics, which is a boutique consulting agency that focuses on analytics for medium to small-sized businesses. I'm also a professor at Greensboro College, where I teach analytics. Most recently, I have founded the Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program, which melds these two job functions together. This is your opportunity to work directly with me and one of my clients. The Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program is a three-month program. In the first month, you're going to be completing the Analytics Foundation Certification backed by Greensboro College. Then in month two, you're going to be taking that knowledge base that you developed in month one and applying it out in the field where you're going to be working with one of my client's executive teams, where you're going to be solving a business problem using data and analytics tools. Then in the third month, we're going to bring it all together with a full month of career services. Now, this is going to be quite a bit different than the typical career services at a university or a college. Here, I'm going to help you build a professional brand around where you are as an analyst. So in the first month, you have worked with a ton of different data sets. We're going to take the data sets that really resonate with you to help you hone in on your ideal entry-level job. We're going to build a Tableau public portfolio around that area of expertise. We're going to razor focus your resume and LinkedIn. And I'm also going to coach you on how to talk about yourself in an interview setting. So if you're ready to break into the analytics space, 
head over to learn.silvertoneanalytics/apprenticeship. And there you can learn more about the program, and if you're interested, you can apply. With all that being said, let's start the podcast episode. Hey guys, welcome back to Tactical Thursday. So this week we're going to be talking about why are you increasingly seeing more and more three to five years of experience for an entry-level job? And luckily we have Elizabeth here, who is a career expert. That's right. So, And you've also done the research. I have. So hit us with these numbers. Okay. So there are two things going on. The reason why we're seeing three to five years of experience is a requirement for entry-level roles right now. The first is experience inflation. And the second is job descriptions are merely a wish list. So they are not going to be, when they have a job description, an employer has a job description, it is not going to reflect actually the people that are out there. That's an ideal candidate that they're looking for on that job description. That person probably doesn't exist. So that's the wish list component. And then the experienced inflation component is we are seeing more and more jobs require more and more experience. So in fact, according to TalentWorks, which is a job search site, 61% of entry-level jobs require three-plus years of experience. And also, they are expecting that um, experience will increase by 2.8% every year since 2018. So we know that experience has increased in terms of years of experience that they're requiring by 2.8% every year since 2018. So what does that that mean? That doesn't make sense to me logically, though. How how can you... Are there just no... People have to get their first job. I know. This is a little <laughs> bit of the chicken or the egg scenario here. I think what's going on is college maybe used to be sort of a prerequisite, and that was it for an entry-level professional mm-hmm. role. Um, and now we're seeing people are getting internships during college and working during college, and so those years of experience are tacking on to the college requirement. Okay, so that – because you've said that before, and I feel like that's a little bit of a controversial statement of mm. – if you've been an intern working 20 hours a week for a year, that counts as a year of experience? So technically, I would say that you can count your internship as experience, yes. Okay, absolutely. so it, it seems like a little bit of a, just a branding Yeah, thing. so you have worked. I think that a lot of times what happens, especially students who are trying to get that first job, think, okay, my entry, or excuse me, my internship wasn't that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, that's your experience. You worked there probably for a year or six months. And yes, absolutely. Put it on your resume. Talk about it as experience. And people know nowadays that you are going to be doing that internship in addition to going to school. So I think that absolutely count it as experience. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, 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 that's such a strange phenomenon. I think what it speaks to, though, is that the analytics industry as a whole is starting to mature mm-hmm. to where five, ten years ago... It was, and Daniel Hall loves to say this, today's differentiators are tomorrow's prerequisites. And Mm. I actually got it right this time. I feel like I flub that every time. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, today we are saying to students, go get an internship, do course projects, volunteer, like do all of these things so that you have a resume that will get you hired. Whereas maybe 20, 30 years ago, that college degree was what really got you hired. Now, an internship would be great, and maybe <laughs> if you had one, that's awesome. But now it's like three, four internships by the time you graduate. So I do think, I mean, I don't want people to get disheartened because this is really tough. You're right. It's a little bit of the, like, chicken or the egg conundrum. How do I get my first job when I don't have any experience? Like, how do I get the experience to get my first job 
and nobody's going to hire me unless I have experience. So I think that's tough. But the way that you do it is what we've talked about on this podcast in episodes before, volunteering, internships, um, course projects. Those are all experiences that you can talk about. The other thing that Talent Works interestingly studied is that if you are within two years of experience of the job requirement, go ahead and apply to it. What they're seeing is that people are having success. Applicants are having success when they're within two-year range. So if it says three to five years and you have two years of experience, you're in that range Mm -hmm. to three years. So go ahead and apply for it. The other thing, back to the wish list idea. So what I typically say is if you have about half the requirements of that job, then go for it. Because worst case scenario, they're going to weed you out. And best case scenario, maybe you have some things that they're interested in, or maybe you don't have all of the you know, soft skills that they're looking for, but they're willing to train you on it. And they just really like you as a person. I've seen this happen to a lot of people. Um, in fact, in previous roles, we have done that. When we've hired, when, and certain offices I've been in, it's sort of like, we like this person, we think they can do it, we can train them. Right. Um, the interview with Alex Freeman. Mm-hmm. Freiburg, Freiburg. Ah, I totally messed it up. But Freiburg. Freiburg. He got his job that he was in no way qualified for. And his manager, like a year later, was like, yeah, we knew you had no idea what you were talking about. (laughs) But they liked him. Yeah. So I I would not get overly down on yourself that, hey, I don't have all these. And it's economic signal theory, which is what Daniel was talking about. Oh. So... The, suit, the, the signal of the college degree has now become diluted. Mm. So now you need an internship, you need to study abroad. The Got signal it. of a year of analytics experience is com- somewhat diluted now mm. to where it, it doesn't give you as much job security. But I do want to caveat this in that there are certain industries where analytics is behind the curve. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I've carved out my consulting agency. So I'm targeting companies that are $150 million or less in revenue and I'm basically coming in as the analytics expert and building out systems. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of moving into the space now where I'm starting to place full-time, like Chris Quas. Right. You know, like, we put him in that company. Um, and, like, for example, like in COVID, not all companies are hit equally by COVID. Mm-hmm. So you can start to do some research as to where are your skills and interests overlapping with the demand in the marketplace because there probably are not very many analytics you know experts who want to go work in waste disposal you are now really thinking like a career coach and or recruiter oh yeah where do my skills and interests plug into the market currently what's available and now's an interesting time because of the COVID-19 crisis Mm -hmm. you're right But I think that's a good question no matter what's going on. Think about how you could plug in. And to your point about smaller companies or mid-level companies, they may be a little more lenient on this because they have the opportunity to do that and maybe they don't have their analytics department built out as much as perhaps a larger company. So that's another good point is that could be a place to target if you're not uh, within that range that they're looking for in terms of years of experience. Cool. Well, I think we gave the audience, the listeners, I think we gave you a bunch of food for thought. So don't get discouraged if you don't have three to five years of experience. And who knows, if you have internship experience, you might actually have that. Right. Exactly yeah. right. So I'll see you guys in the next episode. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? 
One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.